Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Let's Talk Sheets. We are your hosts, Chad and Jeanette, and today we're going to be having our word in the office. I'm really glad that I had myself muted while that was fading out um, because I was actually singing. Were you singing out loud? Nobody wants to take it to the... I sound like a, <laughs> I sound like a weirdo when I try to do stuff like that. Anywho, how are you? Good. You know, it's interesting to say uh, I sound like a weirdo when I try to do that. So I've been watching The Office. Do you remember that, that show? I never got into that. So I never re- re- get any reference. So later on in the office, I, I'm sure at least two other people that are listening to this will, will understand this. Um, Andy Bernard is uh, becomes the office manager, but in in becoming into that position, we learn a bit about his character, and he is just a goofball. And I've found myself making like weird noises and sounds and voices the way he does. <laughs> and I didn't, I did, I didn't dawn on me the reason why. And I was in a group and I was, I was doing that. I was just kind of like mimicking my voice that way. We like, you sound like Andy Bernard from the office. I'm like, holy cow. I, who knew that this TV show was having an influence on my everyday life. So uh, yeah. Needless to say, I need to chill out on that because that's not a good look. <laughs> Wait, you don't want to be known as him? No, 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 no. Okay. So speaking of the office, <laughs> ah, word in the office, <laughs> we announced this, uh, our last episode that we were introducing something new. So a lot of you guys post up in Facebook about they, you know, they're, they're commenting on things about like how they do it, how they're like, what their opinion is on this kind of a policy on booking, on dealing with clients. Um, And, you know, sometimes there, it catches my eye the way certain people handle some things. And it's not that it's different from what we usually say generally or what we recommend, Uh, but to see like the specifics in action, like I use these words at this time and this is what I say and this is how I handle any confrontation afterwards. Like, it's cool to read that is basically what I'm saying. So the word in the office is just me perusing through like all of these, um, they could be good, they could be bad, they could be problems, they could be crises, but uh, I like to learn more about what other people are thinking of how our industry is run and how they respond to it. So without further ado, um, I started one of these uh, because I had a longstanding client arrive the day before their appointment. Um, and then I, you know, the, all of the things were in, in place, immediately went to check them. Uh, reminder went out, the confirmation email was sent. Um, the only thing that I can think of is that 30 days prior, I had adjusted around 30 days. I had adjusted the timing of the reminders because I wanted to give them more time to cancel so that that gave me more time to find somebody to fill the slot. But this person was consistently used to seeing the reminder the day before, even though I confirmed these, whatever. So I posted it on there. Can't tell you the whole story. I posted it on there to see how other people would have handled that situation. Cause it's kind of, it's, this isn't just some Joe Schmo that canceled on you or some fluke client that, you know, four times a year cancels on you. 
This was somebody who never cancels, always arrives for their appointment. They got confused. How does everybody else handle that? And you know, a lot of people said exactly what I would have said, but they used different words to describe it. They used, have some grace. Mistakes happen. Um, you know, uh, maybe offer them an additional 15 minutes. It costs you next to nothing just to kind of make up for any confusion. It's just, somebody put it, that's just the good thing to do from a business owner standpoint. And I don't really, what are, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Like, So let me, let me ask you this. This is yeah. one instance, but you changed the process universally for everybody, correct? Correct. Okay. And did anybody else have an issue or was it just this one person who... It, it was just this one person who is really good with frequencies. Like that's how he... He he just knows when he got the text message, his appointment was the next day. Even though yeah. in the in the message it says the exact day and time. For sure, and I'm a cadence person as well, as we've all learned over the years. Um, so I, I get both sides of the both sides of it. And at the end of the day, as a smart business owner, we want to do right by our clients, especially when it comes to controllables. So this is an opportunity for us to ensure that. You know, you take a look back and you say, what could I have done better to ensure that there wasn't an incident? And it's not even a big incident. It's a small thing that can be remedied very easily. Um, so for me, it's a learning opportunity. Uh, but also for handling that specific case, uh, it's sometimes it's as simple as just asking them, listen, I'm so sorry. What can I do to make this right? And just right. hear what they have to say. Because a lot of times when there's that kind of friction, even at the smallest amounts, just hear just being heard can right. be enough for somebody. They don't actually right. need anything in exchange. Just having it feeling heard and cared for oftentimes right. just remedies it. So yeah. And that, and you know, that was essentially, that's how I responded. Now there's a second portion to this that I didn't really include in the post. Um, the second portion is that he this particular individual um, was very upset because they're on a time crunch. They are going to be leaving town for close to six months, and they have all of these things that need to happen at all their scheduled times. He doesn't have any wiggle room. <clears throat> oh, I have a tickle in my throat. So the next text message I received back when I said, I'm sorry for any confusion, but your appointment is this day, this time. The response I got from this individual was, well, I'm here now, so you need to do something. And that was like a complete character change. So I was really like, whoa. Like that's also, I, that's also, that's also an emotional response. So that's is. something that if given 72 hours to cool off, would the response be the same on a factual level? Probably not. So that's for me, that's when you give them some space, right? right. That's, I've, I've had situations like that, actually, um, even in my industry, and taking that step back, even not continuing the conversation is not fueling the fire, uh, and it gives them an opportunity to reflect, and sometimes they come back just as pissed as they were when, when it right. first happened, but most of the time, they've seen, okay, I may have done something, let me try this again, right. Right? and I've also had it where we completely just never talk to each other ever again, right? It right. was never resolved. It was just a, you know, agree to disagree part ways. Right. And at the end of the day, what's the type of client that you want on your table? And if somebody, even if they've been with you for five years, 
if they have that lash out and they that, that's a level of respect that they have for you and they're showcasing that, is that the person you want on your table or does that free up an opportunity for somebody else who is going to respect your time and your boundaries? Now, right. this situation was a change on, on, on your part that not a single other person had an issue with. Which is why, I mean, I've done this, I've done this before where yep. I've made like a minor change in the way an email or a text message comes across or whatever. And I never send out a newsletter about it. Like I'm not, I don't want to send out a newsletter every single time I make an update to the system, especially yeah. because the reminder has November 5 at 10 o'clock AM or whatever the date is. Like, it's not just like your appointment is tomorrow. So it was, Yeah. And it, this is a lesson in boundaries is what this is. And, and once it you was, exactly. you just have to establish your boundaries. And it sometimes um, we feel in the massage industry, we feel like we need to cater to everybody and please right. everybody. And that is not the case. This is a business. You run right. your business specific way. It is up to you to make those exceptions and, and, you know, bend if you choose to, you just have to know that those there, there are repercussions for that. And that could be lash out. That could be you catering. Um, I think this is the exercise in boundaries. And I think that you have an opportunity to eliminate the clients that you're having issues with and make right. room for ones that are going to be uh, your ideal client. So I think this was a blessing in disguise. I, I can see where people would say you need to do something, do right by the client. Um, I, I think after I think it's, this it's, much of the story, there, yeah, I, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, because it's one, just like you said, boundaries. It's a real test to say like, okay, well, I mean, like I clearly know that this client loves and respects me. It's not, it's not one of those situations where they are just constantly walking all over me. But it was like a real like, whoo, we're going to need to be careful how we accommodate this person in the future because you got to draw the hard line somewhere. So I'm glad that you, I'm glad that you chimed in on that because, and there were a couple comments in there that were like, nope, like, you, nope, sorry. Like confirmation went out, this went out. So it's a 50, 50. I was just shocked at the amount of people that were willing to just um, basically bend a knee and humble themselves and give away something, even though it wouldn't have been that therapist's at, at the end of the day, that's their choice, right? As right. a business owner, you get to choose what right. you do. My position is it's an opportunity to learn from it and really take an assessment of what you allow. Right. And and this 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 is a blessing in disguise for you with the situation because I can see with that type of lash out the entitlement and the expectation they have, and that's not a healthy relationship. Nope. Okay. Nice. Beautiful. Um, another post. Uh, this wasn't, wasn't super specific about the question, but the answers that I gleaned from it, like, I think they were talking about, um, how, how to set up or somebody was going to hire somebody and how would you like to be treated as a therapist? Something like that. Surprisingly enough, um, a lot of people prefer commission as opposed to flat hourly rate in that specific post. So like, you know, we're talking, we're not talking about the, you know, hundred thousand or million therapists that are out there. Um, it's easier to track. <laughs> Imagine that it's just, it's easier for the employer to track. It's easier for the employee to track because they know how much the session is. They know how much the percentage is that they're getting paid. 
maybe they're getting a couple bonuses on top of it. Like if it's a membership, they may get like a extra $3, whatever that is, but it's easier for them to track as opposed to here's your hourly rate massaging. Here's your hourly rate when you're not massaging. Here's what you get paid when there's a cancellation. Here's what you get paid when um, there's a cancellation and you still have to be here. Like there's, you see how that can kind of get like loopy. Yeah, it's the right, it's the right, here's for me, commission is the right way to do it um, from a mindset point of view of somebody right. who's working for or, you know, assisting with for somebody else. Um, it's just the right thing to do for longevity, right? If you empower somebody to take ownership over their small little piece of the business, they're going right. to stick as opposed to come in and punch the clock and punch out. And I right. think, and we're going to talk about this in a couple of weeks, a bit deeper uh, with hiring folks. Yeah. But, but for me, commission gives that mindset of I'm contributing to the business. I have a piece of this, even though they're not an owner, right? Right. But right. they control their income. And if uh, if you do have bonuses and whatnot, that allows them to control their income um, on, the, you know, and that can help you with coaching that person as well. If you find that they're never rebooking, even though you have a bonus attached to rebooking, right. that gives you some insight into things that you can do to uncover why that's a problem. So I I get from the logistical side that it's easier to track, but it's also, in my opinion, the right thing to do when it comes to retention of your employees or the people who are going to be working alongside you. Well, and it just kind of dawned on me that, I mean, it also, like, regardless of what, oh my gosh. Of course, of course I use the word employees loosely, right? <laughs> Welcome Bless to you. Let's Talk Sheets, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I use the word employee right. loosely, right? We'll, Obviously, we'll that's get not into the, that. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that in a couple weeks. So this is just if if you had the choice to work wherever you wanted to work, most people would. From this post, a lot of people enjoyed commission based, um, but it does depend on what the owner themselves want. So there is worry. a possibility as well to do a um, base plus commission as well. So there yeah. is a hybrid opportunity there uh, as well, and you know. Right. It, at the end of the day, you have to run your numbers. You have to right. figure out what makes sense for you, set it up that way, and then you will attract the person that's going to fit their You're best. giving our whole episode away. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I was probably doing it too. Uh, next question. Okay. Um, oh, referral bonuses. This is where we end it. And we have a we have a gauntlet to throw. Um, referral bonuses. Somebody asked about whether what people do for referral bonuses, right? And um, a therapist who I will not mention yet um, is in Ontario, Canada, and they are not allowed to do referral bonuses. Legally, they are regulated to not do referral bonuses. So that stirred up this conversation of how highly regulated the industry in um, Ontario is. And uh, we are inviting this individual onto a podcast episode because I believe that most of our listeners are in the States. We do have some, we do have like cool ones like Belgium and um, I think we have a couple. France, Denmark. Yeah. yeah. So it's always interesting to me how other industries and other countries are regulated and Ontario, man, hand clap to you guys because your reg, your laws and regs, first of all, it's a really easily, uh, easily read easily digestible website 
Like it's not like jargon and legal terms. It literally is like bullet points. You can do this. This is what you must do. It is so easy to read. And there's a lot of information there. So we are going to um, have an interview sesh with this person. Um, they're really excited. I'm really excited. So if you're interested on what it looks like in Ontario and like how that differs from here, um, definitely tune in because this is the stuff that really blows the massage therapy industry out of the water. Ontario's program is 2,200 hours plus 22. Yeah. It, it, we're, here's, <laughs> what, here's what we're going to learn from this. We're going to learn that there is a world outside of what we know. Right. And some things will be mind blowing. Some things will be, okay, that makes sense. Some things will be, why do they even bother? And that's okay. Right. right? But we're going to get a taste into what uh, else is out there from what we're used to. because. Yep, yep, yep. Licensing is new, very new for us in the grand scheme of the industry. So I think that that's going to be really exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm excited for that one. Yeah, that, I mean that's all I got today. Cool, 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 cool. So uh, coming up next week, what do we got? Oh, okay. So this is the um, this is the episode that you were attempting to give away five minutes ago. Um, <laughs> keep your employees. So next week. Um, if you are even considering eventually hiring on, even if it's a 5% chance that you're like, maybe someday listen to this because there was a big conversation stirred up around this for the last week or so about hiring employees and the word is out on what therapists want. So if you want to learn how to stop uh, turnover, high turnover rate in your salon or your industry, tune in next week. As for now, keep folding your sheets. Nice and... Nice and space. Jesus, come on. <laughs> All right. See you next week, guys. Take it to the next level.